0: You're about to listen to a We Are LA Tech remix episode, where we present to you a curated selection of impactful clips from previous episodes that you may have missed. And be sure to follow the links in the show notes to listen to the full episodes.
1: I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech.
2: Hey, this is Haley Hamer, a product owner at Healthcare Finance Direct, a healthcare and fintech crossover startup. I'm based in Bakersfield, California. Yeah, so it's actually pretty funny. I feel like growing up, technology wasn't really on my radar. We had one family computer when I was a kid, which is pretty weird considering that I'm relatively young, right? It's not like I was before the computer times. It just wasn't really our thing as a family. So yeah, I didn't really... Yeah, I I, No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it was good. Um, But yeah, so it wasn't really on my radar much. And I I remember taking or participating in a program at my college, probably my senior year of high school. And I started messing with MATLAB. And looking back, I don't think I realized what it actually was or how much power like MATLAB holds and, you know, mathematical computing and things like that. But that was my first taste. But again, I didn't know technology or what coding or software development even was. So I don't think I even really knew what I was doing at the time. Right. But then kind of fast forward like a year and a half later, I took like an intro to programming in C as an elective for my math major, not right. even thinking it was anything relevant to me. I was just like, okay, sure. I'll check the box. I'll try to go get my A, whatever. Right. Right. And I remember going to the first day and I cried, dude, I was so overwhelmed. I was like, yeah. what is this world? Who are these people? Right. What is this teacher saying? I do not right. get these jokes. I don't know what an OS is. I don't know what a database is. Oh my God. I was so stressed. Right. And I, I stuck it out because I'm, Uh, let's say motivated. Let's not say stubborn, (laughs) but I stuck it out and I learned so much. And I thought it was, again, so fascinating. And so that was my first taste of what I could use my interest in logic and not even math, because you don't have to be good at math to be in tech. Right. But just using that desire to kind of be a critical thinker and how I could use that with the skills of a software developer and, you know, be a really happy person and content with what I was doing. So I didn't even get my first taste of like, pure technology until college
0: it's interesting it reminds me there's this amazing podcast host his name is danny miranda and he was talking in an interview about meditation and how he started meditating because like someone he admires meditated so he's like fine i'll give it a try and he hated it for like the first 30 days maybe a little bit more and i find that so interesting but he stuck with it because the person he admired like said, No, this is this is the jam. And then he fell in love with it. And then you kind of share the same thing when you first discovered this world, you're like, No, but you stuck with it. And then you fell in love with it. And I'm really curious, where did you find the stamina, the willpower, the discipline, like, I don't have the personality type, I'd have to think really hard if I've ever just like, known I wasn't digging something and stuck with it anyway I don't think I have
2: yeah so a couple of things as I kind of alluded to I am a very stubborn person and so I don't like to not be good at something and that can yeah. be a, a good thing about my character and a character flaw at the same time you know I've definitely learned to accept when maybe something isn't my cup of tea but I was just so motivated to not let that class get the best of me. And on top of that, I was probably one of the women, if not the only one in there. And I was like, forget this. I'm not going to be the girl that goes down. You know, right. I'm going to stick it out and represent, you know, so that was another thing. Also, I feel Did very you, wait. Haley, you really you consciously thought that I remember just thinking forget all this like boy stuff because all the jokes were so male centric you know it was about cars and all the examples really? were about video games you were and conscious things. of that oh absolutely absolutely Ooh, interesting okay yeah i, I know away. and being i think i was 17 years old at the time i started college at a younger age just the way my birthday falls so yeah it's right. crazy thinking back and now now that i've been in the industry for years it's a whole thing it's a whole topic a whole you know
3: Hi, this is Sabina Suri, co-founder and chief strategy officer of BoxBox. We are an e-commerce gifting company based in Brentwood. We consider ourselves really a consumer services company. So we're really using the power of technology to actually make gifting relevant to the modern customer and really kind of using all the amazing things that technology has brought us to bring this age old art of gifting into the modern era.
0: Can you walk us through that a little bit more?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, some different ways we're doing that, you know, one is just the fact that we're hosted on Shopify and we're really kind of like e-commerce enabled. Our whole goal with starting boxbox was how can we take the brick and mortar experience that we're all kind of like, some people, it's a love-hate. Some people yeah. love gifting because they love going to all these different stores and putting together the perfect gift. Some people hate it and, you know, want to avoid that at all costs. Either way, we wanted to take take... take that experience and really mimic it for like the online world. So like how could we create kind of a digital storefront um, and then use technology to serve better products to our customers, truly like be that go-to for gifting for them um, across all the different touch points.
0: And Shopify is a company that took off a long time ago and really has empowered a lot of people to go online and be digital with their commerce. Can you walk us through your relationship with Shopify? How has Shopify essentially been a mentor and a guide, like the resources they have or the team or the technology empowering you to have an e-commerce business?
3: totally i mean i'm the biggest shopify super fan out there I, I recommend it to anybody starting a new business not sponsored but i love shopify i think we've had us, shopify on the show so oh, it's, amazing. All, it's all yeah. good yeah i love that i love that yeah i mean truly i think less about we, we're on shopify plus so we definitely have access to kind of like mentors and like a shopify expert essentially who can like help us with little nuances and challenges but i think the best thing about mm-hmm. shopify is it's literally like plug and play. So you have an idea and you could have your website up that same day if you wanted, you know, pull an all or I don't know, and have it up. But I think that like really it's enabled anybody to truly use the power of technology and the power of digital to power an idea. And I think for us specifically, the all the different kind of like plugins and things that we've figured out to like customize um, Shopify to work for our specific business use case has been amazing. And they just have like such an amazing kind of like array of apps you can sort of um, build on top of.
1: Hey, guys, it's George Bandarian, founder and general partner at Untap Ventures, a pre-seed fund and venture studio in Glendale focused on the future of work. I said our first incarnation uh, was going to be in the workplace. Uh, Our second one will be, you know, so we're we're kind of pivoting, not pivoting, but adapting our thesis to, you know, helping people self-actualize. It used to be self-actualize at work. And now we're changing that to, you know, live their best lives personally and professionally so we don't want it just to be around work uh because i'm a big personal development guy like i said and so mental health is really important you know my dad died when i was a baby he was an alcoholic i never got a chance to meet him and so you know when you kind of grow up without a dad that can uh, have an effect on you and so luckily i was introduced to personal development at a young age while i was still in high school and, and I had to work through and, and, I, and I got to really love studying the mind and, and neuroscience and uh, performance and things like that. So um, to me, self-actualization is not just a B2B investment. It's a B2C as well. It's probably more of a B2C investment. So, so I'm very passionate about this. Your question was, how do I maintain calm? What I'm, what I'm trying to get at is I don't. Uh, I'm often not calm and I have to work very hard. And I think this is what makes the fa- the founder journey relatable or it makes me relatable to founders is because as I've launched, launched untapped a little over a year ago, I've been working founder hours. I've been going through the same ups and downs and the crazy squiggly line of, of startups, right? Like, You know, I had to go raise money. I had to, you know, prove that we can make good investments. And luckily we have. And I had to prove that the venture studio is working and we could come up with our own ideas and we could work with corporates. But a lot of it, I'm just doing things for the first time and and having self-doubts and imposter syndrome and all those things along the way. As um, recent as just like last week, you know, I had one of those like kind of not meltdown, but just, you know, debilitating stress. And I shared candidly with my team during the all hands. I'm like, I am not doing good right now, but I was able to work my way out of it. And I have a number of like methods and things that I do to get myself recentered and just kind of work my way out of it, knowing that it's just in my mind, it's not real. And, it's, and when I can work my way out of it, then I get back to being myself. Like I told my team yesterday, I go, guys, I'm back. You know, Sorry that you didn't have me for a week, but I'm back. So I, I think part of what I do is just I'm very transparent and vulnerable about it with my team because I think mental health is so important. We, we invest in the space. So I kind of like I really try to live it. And then I meditate. I meditate multiple times a day to just be able to rebalance and recenter. Um, and I pay a lot of attention to... You know, what's happening in my mind?
0: The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, with help from Janice Veronimo.
2: edited by Corey Jennings,
0: production and voiceover by Adam Carroll, music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a We WeRTech.FM production.